0: Right. hello everybody and welcome to Water Wine Time with Megan Weaver. Love, life, and entertainment. So I'm trying to stretch this out. So okay. this is We're going to try and see how this works. Okay, so I have actress Karina Calderon. I feel like I wanted to roll it just because, <laughs> even though we have this whole conversation. So we have actress and she has been on Murder in the First last year. Yes, recurring role with the handsome Tay Diggs. I can say that. You know, he's handsome. He
1: is. Yeah. He is handsome.
0: <laughs> can acknowledge that. And also working on Suicide Squad this year with Will Smith, Jay Leto, Jared Leto, and Jay Hernandez. So have some good stuff working on. I mean, that's a big project. Yeah. I mean, same. you haven't started working on it yet, um, but tell me about that. How did that oh, role come about? Oh, man. Was this through your agency or? It was actually
1: through actually through um, another thing that I had booked. I had worked with David Ayer, the uh, director from End of Watch that I was on, the film that I was on, End of Watch with uh, Michael Pena and Jake Gyllenhaal. And I actually heard from them this past January. They uh, The casting was asking about my availability and uh, they reached out to my manager. They didn't really let us know too much about for what and just the A couple weeks ago, we got the official offer that uh, I was David Ayer's choice for this role. And so it was offered to me from just working with him before. Wow. Yeah, super exciting.
0: That's crazy. I mean, I've talked about this in other podcasts before about how opportunities happen even through networking or through other projects that you've done. Because this wasn't something that you went in to audition for. No,
1: I got it offered. This was actually my very first offer I'm very grateful for it. Um, I've worked hard. I've gone... I've been to a lot of auditions. I audition a lot, and I'm very grateful for that. And uh, it just really... It feels really good to know that um, I'm making waves. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, (laughs) even when I feel like I'm not booking anything, or um, it's just not working out sometimes, it just... Something like this makes me feel good and, and lets me know that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. which is my best and every opportunity that's presented, presented to me. So, yeah, girl, I just, yeah, it was his choice for this role. And they offered it to me just mm-hmm. from working with him before and him liking what I did.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's funny that um, we were talking about end of watch because I watched it recently. Yeah. I mean, I've watched it prior to knowing you. And of course, I was like, "Oh, you know, good movie." And I didn't think about it. And I watched like, "Oh wait, look, pause." That's my friend. Look at her. I was like, "Yeah, she looks a little ratchet." A little ratchet. And then she looks a little, a little ratchet. Ratchet girl. Look at her. She's party. so ratchet. I was like, "She's so hood." And I'm like, "She's not hood." Yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah. it's
0: interesting to see that you know, you know, that's it's real acting. You know, you're not in that particular role. It's not you. Yeah. <laughs> You're you're like, like, thank God. And no, I'm like, you're not hood like that. So side note, I'm trying this new thing called Periscope. Let's see. It might work a little bit better next time. You know, this is brand new. It's kind of cool. Like we do look cute, even though (laughs) people can ask questions, you know, Um, it's based connected to Twitter. Um, My Twitter base is not really high. So I don't know if I'll be holding this phone the entire interview, but uh, it's good to know it's here. It's new. Uh, Check it out. Follow me on um, Periscope. You're going to get on Periscope. Do you have Twitter? You have Twitter, I have Twitter, yeah. Okay, so just so everyone knows, it's connected to your Twitter. It's a new free app called Periscope, and you can watch. It's like live, and you can have, like, it's like a live video chat thing, and people can talk to you and ask questions and comment, All across the country in the world. You know, um, the first time I did it was like some people from Brazil was on my birthday. They're like, Happy birthday from Brazil and New Zealand, Australia and I'm like, I don't even know these people. Uh yeah, so it's good for entertainment because you can tell people to follow your stuff and where to check you out. And if you do funny things like Vine, maybe you could do funny things on here or Instagram or whatever theatrical things you do, do it on here. You know, speaking of that text from someone or a new agency talking about representing me that was through a text not periscope but that's a whole new thing uh yeah so um what's well, going back to you now we've already blasted out this periscope thing and yeah. you're gonna get on periscope yes you will do it yeah, yeah i'm convinced yeah i think it's good to stay up to date with all these different social media things because you never know like you know someone and maybe it's like oh my gosh i saw you on periscope and now you booked something else yeah. Not through an audition or whatever, but maybe we can prop this thing up somewhere. Let's see if this works. I have like a little station that's like. <laughs> Oh, here bam! We go. Oh, that works. Okay, boom. Hi. Okay, so we'll let that sit up, and then maybe within the time of our interview, we'll actually have something that comes out.
1: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we're
0: putting it out there. Yeah. But it, I mean, it is Easter Sunday.
1: Yeah. So celebrating.
0: Oh, it's Easter. It's Sunday. Easter Sunday. So yes, maybe, maybe not. But I'm just gonna let that go. Okay. But we're still gonna continue. Yeah all right so when did you because you're not originally from here Mm -hmm. when did you decide to move out to la and Uh, what was that choice for you was it like you knew at the end of the day i have to move to la and then it just happened or how what was your process
1: um oh my god that's flow from the commercials
0: it is flow wow
1: um Anyway, uh, man, I had decided I wanted to move out here to L.A. years ago, uh, back when it was just like a thought and a little dream to move out here. I literally had no resume. I just knew I wanted to be an actress. I was taking acting classes in Austin, Texas. And um, I had came to, I had went to my agent at the time and told them, I want to move to L.A. and pursue acting out in L.A. And they're like, aww yeah um, why don't you just wait a little bit and maybe try to get a few things here in Austin before you go? it's you know it gets it's more difficult over there and I was like, okay well, then that's what I'm gonna do. So I just worked my ass off in Austin and I auditioned for the lead role in this uh, independent film called Benavi This Born. Um, went in auditioned, had a callback, still really didn't think much of it and then I had a director's uh, an interview with the director. And I booked it. I booked the lead role in this uh, SAG independent film, Benavides Born. We filmed, we wrapped, and we got into Sundance in 2011. And um, now it's called uh, All She Can. And uh, while we were filming that, I started thinking again, uh, well, you know, here's the thing that my agent was talking about. Now I have something to go to L.A. with.
0: Mm. Came here,
1: (laughs) went to Sundance. And, um, yeah, it's been good. It's been really good.
0: Mm. So you you came out here with something yeah. already attached. And I remember someone told me that, you know, make sure you have something lined up before you make the move to come out to L.A. Mm. And I think at the end of the day, it's up to the person, you know. I think that is very good sound advice, you know, because you you won't have – Granted, there's still a struggle regardless, mm. but it's a little bit, you know, different that you're, you know, coming out here with. Um, what do you feel like is complete success for you in this business? It's complete success Complete for success me
1: is not giving up. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's just not giving up. There's been a lot of times that I've been very, excuse me, mm-hmm. there's been a lot of times that I've been really discouraged and felt, um, I mean what am I doing? This is, I mean, who am I kidding? This is just not going to happen. And maybe I've done already what I was going to do with, uh, all she can, but there's just that little spark that or that fire in me. That's just like, no, you got to keep going. You Mm -hmm. have a mission that you have to fulfill. And, um, I just keep going and it just keeps getting better. The opportunities are greater. Um, and I just see it slowly, but surely happening, you know, living out my dream and, not giving up. hmm Not giving up.
0: What do you think is your style? <clears throat> like, your roles that you are drawn to? Like, is it comedic? Is it drama? Is it action? I used to
1: think it was drama. hmm But right now, I just feel anything that I might, by chance, like, connect to. It could be comedic. It could be drama. It could be whatever. Whatever I connect to. Whatever I feel I can, whatever I feel I can really completely bring myself to. So that can be anything.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you feel like who would you enjoy to work with? Like, who's your, like, if you could have cast oh and have someone to play opposite of you, you know, or maybe your mom or just maybe your dad or whoever?
1: Oh, I've been asked that so many times and I don't even, oh my God. Honestly, it's just someone I can learn from, someone I could grow with, grow from, learn from. Um. Hmm. Who would that be?
0: Or maybe even a director. Mm-hmm. Like anybody professionally. Like I would like this person to be my director or I that used person. To, you know,
1: before I used to always say I would love to work with Quentin Tarantino. Mm-hmm. I love his films. I love his. That's yeah. a good one. Quentin Tarantino, yes, some crazy badass role. Yeah, Quentin Tarantino.
0: Yeah, because I feel like, I know, I used to say, like, doing action stuff, like, I wanted to be, I I still do, I would love to play a badass action, you know, empowered, like, that strong woman, like, oh my gosh, like, and have kids or, like, little girls say, oh, I can do, I want to be like her. yeah. Because, you know, sometimes, you know, I don't want to be the sad, sappy, you know, falling apart.
1: Yeah. You know, I
0: want you to feel sorry for me. Like, oh, she's so weak. Granted, yeah. those are interesting roles for a different reason. But I'm like, I like to, you know, that's one of my things. I'm like, if I could be a strong, yeah. badass, like, beating beating the guys up. It's
1: like, oh, okay, yeah, I could do yeah, that. the protagonist, for exactly,
0: sure. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Or even just, or even the villain, too.
1: Yeah, I would love to play that.
0: Yeah, the villain, it's like, oh my gosh, I hate you. I'm like, oh good, you hate me? Good, good, I did my job. Yeah. You know, like you hate the character, not me personally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be interesting. I'd love to do that. So, um, what is your process? You know, when you find a role and now that you've booked something, what is your process now that you have it? (laughs)
1: Like
0: you have the script. (laughs) Um, What do you do now? Because everyone uh, has a different way to get to...
1: I'm not... My process... Uh, bring to it is myself mm-hmm. in every aspect. Make sure that I have my honest point of view, a strong point of view, how I feel. And make sure that I remember that it's me. Um not get trapped in this idea of like, oh, I have to create this character. I have to be this person. No, it's me in a certain situation, being as totally honest as I can be. That's my process.
0: Mhm. Yeah. So is that something that you do? I guess even for auditions, you have your sides, and then just work on it from there. Uh, yeah. Mhm. Do you get nervous going to auditions? I know you were saying earlier that you're. I auditioning get excited. Online. I okay, get excited.
1: Good. Yeah. I don't know if it's nervous. I'm sure it's nerves. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Um, Beyonce just woke up. <laughs> and I uh, walked
0: to do?
1: Um Yeah, the nerves come from just being excited and eager and just, mm. just, just excited to be like, yeah, let's play.
0: So have you ever gotten nervous? I know some people, that's their thing. You know, they do get nervous going into the room.
1: Yeah, I get nervous all the time, but I feel like I've been able to... Um, Kind of know what that nervousness is coming from now. It's not from being so scared, it's the nerves that come from being excited and eager and ready.
0: Mm. So when you're in the audition room, you're thinking, like, oh, it's time to play. Mm -hmm. You know, this is time for me to have fun. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, for people that are auditioning, it's like, take those nerves. And think about it as an opportunity that you can.
1: You work off of it. Yeah. You know? Don't think. Don't get caught up in being so nervous to like. Oh my God! If I feel I've I will I have learned that if you're prepared, you don't need to be scared or nervous. Be prepared and go with whatever is presented in front of you. Listen and just be prepared.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, how was it working, Our last year, Murder with the First? Murder in the First. Murder in the First. Yeah.
1: Uh, it was cool. It was my first time on a show, on a TV show. It was my very first opportunity on a TV show, and it was awesome. I got to uh, work with Kathleen Robertson and ask her questions and ask her her process and all that, and it was good. It was, it was great. I loved it. I want to do it again.
0: Mm-hmm. And it was a recurring role, so a lot of people straight off don't normally have... A recurring role at least you know giving you guys a little bit of info about you know the way tv works mm-hmm. some people have you know you start with your co-star, co-star. you have star. yeah you start with your little co-star you have your guest star and then you have recurring series regular but you went straight to recurring you know had a couple yeah. episodes on that mm-hmm. so that's always you know it kind of just throws you straight into the you know the pond you're like oh okay wow this is what I'm doing right now yeah this is good and do you feel like based on your other work that you've done that it kind of set the tone for it or was it different working on tv and then the style of writing you know for film
1: i think everything is, is it is its own thing mm-hmm. um What, did, what was it? Oh, how did you
0: feel? Do you feel like it was different? And in what ways do you it think... It was different. The it's, concept it's, Oh, it's shorter. Working?
1: It's faster. Mm-hmm. It's quicker. It's just like, okay, get in and get out. It's. I mean, it was totally different than, you know, being the lead on a movie and working on it for days on end, you know, for... I think it was like 24 days straight. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's different. Mm-hmm. It's quicker, shorter. And
0: yeah. Because yeah. even that, I worked on this week was a three-camera comedy. And that's a completely different speed and different pace and different style than working on a film set and working on a drama, you know, or even a uh, comedy that's on location. Style is just completely different. Yeah. So going back to when you were a kid, did you know that you always wanted to do acting? Yeah, I always knew. I always knew what I wanted to do. Mm Mm-hmm. Did you do stuff like as a kid? Did you put on like little shows, or were you in for drama my family, class? Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I uh, growing up, me and my sisters, you know, we used to listen and watch Selena, mm-hmm. Selena Quintanilla. A lot of people are getting Selena Gomez confused with Selena Quintanilla. I don't know why. No, um, <laughs> it's no, not nowhere the same. Um, so growing up, watching Selena, me and my sisters would sing her songs and perform them for like my family and my mom. Yeah. I always knew what I wanted to do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm the first one in my family, too, to uh, pursue this. So, um,
0: yeah, it's been all me. What about your sister? You said you did it with your sister as well. Sisters? She, yeah, with yeah. your sisters. Are they still? No. Are they, do they have the acting bug or no. entertainment?
1: No, they're moms. Oh, okay. Yeah, they have their families. They're doing well, but they
0: didn't really, they didn't pursue it. But they didn't have, Do did they have an interest in it and just decided that I wasn't? I think so. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't think so. Mm-hmm, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, uh, here's um, what's an interesting fact about you? What is something that people? I know you're like what?
1: Interesting fact. <laughs> like something
0: uh-huh. that most people wouldn't know about you.
1: Um,
0: wouldn't know? Yeah, wouldn't know. Like, do you have a nickname or something? Um, a hobby outside of or, you know. Did you used to want to be, you know, professional ice skater? Are you fluent in five languages?
1: Uh, I don't know. Something that people
0: knew do you like. rescue little baby bunnies and find them homes? I don't. Aww. Know. No. Or fishing and karate. We can think about it.
1: Yeah, something that. No.
0: Or even like a skill outside of acting, you know, because obviously, you know, we're multi-dimensional people.
1: Yeah. You
0: know, so maybe, do you cook? I can cook.
1: Yeah, I can cook. It'd be
0: interesting if you said you can cook Indian food. If you're like, yeah, actually, I'm proficient and I do this amazing Indian cuisine. No, I don't cook Indian food. I'm like, wow, really? I can cook, Mm. yeah. I can cook. Um... Oh,
1: no. No, I'm pretty simple. Yeah, I'm like pretty simple. <laughs> I'm pretty to the point. Um, no, nothing that comes to mind right now. Just, I'm just. I I, I mean, when I say simple, I just you know, I'm just.
0: Uh, I really like it simple. I mm-hmm. I mean. when you're not acting, or not auditioning, or not at home and chilling and hanging out, what do you like to do? Like, what's you and your personal time?
1: Uh, chill and
0: eat and watch movies. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm, do you have a favorite movie?
1: Yes, my favorite movie is Urban Cowboy with John Travolta and Deborah Winger is my favorite
0: mm, movie. I have to write that down. Yeah, I haven't seen that. That's my I don't even favorite. think I've heard of that Urban Cowboy. Urban
1: Cowboy. That's my number one. My second favorite movie is 16
0: Candles. Okay, classic. John Hughes, yes. That's a classic. Okay, okay. Yeah. But wait, is Urban Cowboy, is that an old movie? It's an old movie. Okay, so that's like a classic too. Oh, yeah. Okay, Urban Cowboy. Mm -hmm. What about reality shows? I can't. Ah, You're (laughs) like, I can't. You don't even have a guilty pleasure of a reality show. I mean, I don't watch it all the time, but mine is Real Housewives of Atlanta.
1: Okay, uh, I guess the closest it will come is like, I have like this weird, like little obsession i love watching like those like forensic files and mm. cold case files i don't know why i'm like i just can't stop watching like people being like murdered and then like the detectives figuring out who did it that right there yeah that's okay yeah yeah that's reality it's reality it's reality it's, reality. it's, reality. it's, it's reality. still
0: script like it's like scripted yeah. reality kind of thing but there mm-hmm. it's not you know a drama you know it's not like a drama scripted show okay So that's a good one. That's not junk TV like the housewives shows. Not to say it's junk TV, but, you know, it's still reality.
1: Yeah.
0: Another random little question for you. What about your favorite carnival food? Carnival? I know.
1: Girl, of course, funnel cake.
0: (laughs) Funnel cake, the classic. I was watching Carnival Eats, and they had, like, fried, it was a, what's the same, um, crab cake, soft shell crab sandwich. And I was like, ooh. It might be good, but classic funnel cake.
1: I like funnel cake.
0: Any toppings?
1: No, just the powdered sugar.
0: Powdered sugar? Yeah, keeping it classic. Yeah, keeping keep it, it simple. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Got it. Now, if you weren't acting mm-hmm. and if this wasn't your calling, what do you think mm-hmm. you you would be doing?
1: I would be working with dogs or babies.
0: mm mm-hmm.
1: I would be, yeah, I just, I've thought about that. Mm-hmm. I have, I've thought about that once, you know. Uh, just speaking of like being out here and going on all these auditions and nothing really sticking and it getting discouraging at times, I've there's been a couple times where my mind wanders and I'm like, there has is there something else I could do with my life? Like, this is so hard. I don't know how much more I could take of this beating to my spirit of being rejected and not getting another role and just going into that dark place. And um, yeah, so I thought I really thought about it, made me really think about it. um Honestly, I don't see myself doing anything else but acting. Mm -hmm. But with your question, what would it be? It would be working with dogs or babies. I love dogs. I love, love, love dogs. And I love babies. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, maybe working in like a nursery at the hospital or something.
0: Mm -hmm. Now, what do you do when that time comes? I think we all have those moments, and, and especially in this business, where you do have that lull. Or you do have that dark place, and it's like, what am I doing? Yeah. You know why? Why am I still pushing? Why am I still doing this? How do you get yourself out of that rut? You know, what's your thing?
1: I, I chant. I practice Nichiren, Nichiren Daishonin Buddhism, and I chant, and I, it helps me go back and get back to who I really am, and. In touch with my heart and why I'm here. That's probably a little too deep for this, but. No, no, it's it's (laughs) definitely not. No, I think think it's go there. We'll keep it with the carnival. You said keep it with the carnival. (laughs) (laughs) We'll keep it with the carnival food questions. No, I'm kidding. No, yeah, I chant. I chant. I remind myself. I go back to the truth and I get rid of all those voices that tell me, like, oh, maybe this isn't for me or what am I doing or Mm. no, this isn't going to happen. I go back to the truth, and I go back to my heart, and I remind myself that it is possible, that I am going to do well. I am going to succeed in this business. I'm already succeeding in this business. I've mm-hmm. already won. If I haven't given up, then I have already won.
0: hmm Yeah. So what made you decide to start doing that? Because, I mean, it it is important that we do, you know, talk about it, and we don't have to go in depth, but at the end of the day, there are people that struggle and they give up. Yeah. And some people don't need to give up, and I believe that maybe that is their true calling, and they've given up on themselves. And some people, they will find out what they should be doing later on, and maybe not necessarily give up, but make a change of direction. Mm-hmm. So when is it that you said, "I need to start chanting," or whatever I'm doing isn't working mm-hmm. for me to keep my mind sane and at peace? Because mm-hmm. you haven't been doing chanting, you know, at least as long as I've known you.
1: Um, no, nothing. Uh, it's been, it's almost two years that I've Mm -hmm. been practicing. Yeah. Well, or, you know, originally what brought me to, um, practicing Buddhism, uh, wasn't for acting. It was just for myself and for my life, for my mission, my life mission. Um, just knowing that it was something greater. I mean, I really realized that if I was really kind of pursue this with all my heart, it had to be something greater, something deeper. It wasn't, it had to be for something more than wanting to be on TV. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if that's why if, if that's why you're going to do this, then honestly, I believe it's just not going to go very far. You're going to hit a ceiling and you're going to hit a wall. I mean, if you want to do this because you want to be on TV or because you want to be famous or because you want to make a lot of money, that's going to get old and you're probably going to hit a wall. For me, I've realized with my chanting that it's, it's my purpose. It's my life purpose. And I've realized that with, you know, my earthly desires of wanting to be on TV, you know it's 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 leading to my enlightenment of my life and wanting to really tap into like my life mission which is being inspired and inspiring and just you know working from my heart and being creative you know if I'm not being creative which is through acting then I just don't feel like I'm living fully
0: hmm I like that thing it didn't get too, too deep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> scratch the surface. Yeah, that. exactly. I mean, because like I said, it's very important for people to know that because it's a big step to make a change, but then, you know, to get into this business, but then it's even greater to stay. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's yeah. another struggle too. Those are two things you, oh, have, to yeah. you have to think you about. You get
1: in and then it's about, to, oh yeah. That's it's so about true. staying. Yeah.
0: Yes. You've made that change from living in. Missouri yeah. or living in Wisconsin or living in Montana wherever and I'm naming these middle America country or yeah. state countries yeah. these middle America states because you know in LA in New York in these major cities and states you're already it's not that big of a jump Granted, it's still a big jump to say yeah. whatever you're doing to do that commitment but to move from somewhere it's one thing but staying mm-hmm. is another thing mm-hmm. Now, what do you, what's like the best advice, oh, I'm not going to step over, um, the best advice someone either gave you or the best okay. advice you think would be good for someone to hear?
1: Oh, the best advice I've had, mm. you know, I've always heard, you know, through music and songs I've heard, it was an, an Alicia Keys song. mm mm-hmm. And I remember the lyrics being, all this hustle ain't for nothing. Mm. And so simple, but it's true. You know, all your hustle, all this work, it can't just... You got to believe that it's not for nothing. Um, Best advice is just being myself and knowing that it takes time. Yeah. Um, I met and I actually worked was coached a few times by an actress uh named gina rodriguez Mm. right now who's doing really well she's Mm -hmm. Jane the virgin Mm -hmm. on the cw very inspiring very she's meeting her and just talking to her and having you know her encourage me more than once when i would see her has helped me so much and watching her success has inspired me so much and made me realize that it's possible we can do this 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 is possible and just having her tell me, you know, you know, it takes time. Mm-hmm. It it takes time.
0: And yeah. Mm, it's been like some that. of the best. I think it's interesting you said Alicia Keys because there's actually a snippet from hers that that's at the beginning of one of her songs. Mm-hmm. And I would listen to that. Yeah. It was um something that says when people think I don't remember it verbatim. But someone saying that, you know, how long did it take for her to get to where she was? Mm-hmm. And thinking that it was overnight. Now you guys probably know this is on her songs in A minor yes, song number just from
1: that CD. Exactly. My, yeah. I'm about. Exactly. It's that um,
0: intro. Yeah. It's that it's intro. A good CD. Exactly. And I would play that part of the intro mm-hmm. over yeah. and over yeah, the and over, song, man. Because it says, you know, pretty much, you know, people thinking like, oh, it took her overnight to do this. No, it took her years. No, it takes. You time. know, it all this time. time. So I would just keep playing that whenever I would feel like, okay, what yeah. the hell am I doing?
1: Yeah, no, it's it's it, it, I've been working on this my whole life. I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I my whole life I've been working to 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 do to do this, and I'm not giving up. I'm not going anywhere. But it's true; it takes time. It it, it takes t- period. Like as simple as that, it takes time. Mm-hmm. Anything great, anything great is it takes time. Anything mm-hmm. really great or worth it. it it doesn't come easy Mm -hmm. if it came too easy then mm, i'd question it
0: yeah it wouldn't be worth it then you're like oh okay you wouldn't be able to you know respect it you wouldn't feel like you've accomplished anything Mm -hmm. it's like then where do you go from there it's like oh cool i went to do this you know i moved to la a week later now i'm an actress now it's like all right what are you gonna do with the rest you know where do you go from there it's like that's it Mm -hmm. now what do you want people to remember about you when it's like your that career, hard,
1: that I worked hard, that I worked really hard, and then I work hard. I don't expect anything to be handed to me, and I don't want anything handed to me. I don't want anything easy. I've worked hard. I worked my ass off. Mhm. Sweat, blood,
0: and tears. Mhm. And right I continue
1: now. to. right mm-hmm. now, right now, I mean, I'm like she this. is
0: sweating. She has blood and tears right now, guys. No, not really. <laughs> I'm like it is well, intense. Yeah.
1: No, even doing this, you know, I mean, and always remember who you, always, I want people to know that I remembered who I am, that I was real, that I was humble, that I was encouraging, that I was strong, and just, you know, even doing this with you, you know, coming mm-hmm. into your house to do, like, little simple things like this, it all matters, you know, we're not above anything, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, you, even when I'm, you know, the A-list actress and the lead in a huge blockbuster for David Ayer, you know, not just... You know, one of the supporting. But when I'm in the lead in one of the, in one of his huge blockbuster films, you know, if this is what I'm invited to do, and I'll, I'll still do it. I'm not above anything. Mm-hmm. I'm truly humbled.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's that's another thing that shows people to have longevity. Oh yeah. You know, and the fact that you know when you want to work with people, because even working with you said Gina Rodriguez, you know, I believe that she still have to be humble you Always. have to know who you, you are remember because remember. at the end of the day when you're on set for hours and hours working with people if you're like nasty mm-hmm. I don't want to work with you again yeah. that goes back to what we we're talking about at the very beginning how you got booked for this project yeah off of something that you did yeah. you know years ago he,
1: he remembered me and you know I had a friend who worked with him on fury he just did fury with uh, Brad Pitt and Michael Pena David Ayer was writer director in that film. And my friend, I had a friend who worked on that with David Ayer. And one night he uh, texted me out of the blue and he was like, Hey, guess who I was just talking to about you? And I was like, Who? And he's like, Me and David Ayer were talking about you. And I was like, Shut up. He's like, No, we were. I was like, Well, what did you guys, what were you guys saying? He's like, He just, you know, we were talking about you. I was telling him how you were a great student. Jim Perrick, you probably know him. Mm -hmm. He taught at Playhouse West. He's a friend of mine, and uh, he's worked with David more than once. And um, so Jim texted me one night, and he was like, yeah, we were just talking about you. I was telling him what a great student you were, and you work, you work work that you're a very hard worker. And that David Ayer was like, yeah, I really liked working with her. I'm very glad I cast her. She's very authentic. I like mm. her. That really touched me because, if anything, like you said, if what I want people to remember is that it was just, I am who I am. I'm real. It's just, I know a lot of people are just like, I keep it real. No, I mean, I, I, that's one thing that I've learned and I'm very grateful for the family that I come from is just to remember who I am and never think that I'm above anything. Even when I'm the A-list actress working, the lead on a huge blockbuster film, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, I'm still, I can still come here and do stuff like this. Mm-hmm.
0: hmm now, what about your training? Where have you had, like, the bulk of your acting training? Austin, Texas. hmm In college or? No. Well,
1: I actually started to take drama classes at Austin Community College because my my goal at the moment was to transfer to UT because I had worked on some uh, UT student films. And um, so I used to go and they, they used to let me, like, sit in, like, come into, like, their radio, television, and film, like, classes and stuff. I don't know how, but I remember going in and meeting people, and that's how I did a couple of UT student films. And then, um, so yeah, I took classes at Austin Community College, and then um, with taking those classes, I had to as take, like, you know, like the general classes, like, mm-hmm. you know, like math and history and all that stuff, and I was like, yeah, I don't want to do this. I just want to mm-hmm. do acting classes. So I dropped on all my classes, and um promised myself that if I wasn't going to go to college that I was going to give my all to um, acting and I started taking classes with uh, Van Brooks and Ben Taylor and Austin and Ben Taylor was the one who coached me for all she can the role that I booked and got into Sundance with and um, yeah so it's been Austin it's Mm -hmm. been Austin Texas just taking classes Um, a lot of like scene study and script analysis and, um, you know, like on-camera audition classes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, outside of acting, we all have our personal lives and our love lives. So who are you dating? Are you dating someone now? Um, is this a serious relationship? And
1: Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> tell us,
0: are we, tell us about that.
1: Um, yeah, I have a boyfriend.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you have a serious relationship going on? Yeah. And how do you feel like you're able to balance between your boyfriend and your professional life? Do you feel like you have to consciously do it, or does it just... I that?
1: feel that it... I don't want... Consciously, yes, but just naturally and organically. If If I have to work too hard, then... Or I just feel like maybe it's not, right? I just like that it flows. So mm-hmm. he's an actor, too. And, um... Yeah, I mean, we just support each other. We were friends. We started to hang out a lot, and then it just started to develop into something deeper. And, yeah, it just kind of flows. I mean, we support each other. He's very supporting. He's very helpful, and I am I help him. And, yeah, we're a good little team. We're friends. We're We're good friends.
0: And do you think, you know, it is easier or harder to have a relationship with someone in the business?
1: I don't know. I mean... I was dating someone before that was kind of in the business and it was harder because I think it was harder with him, to be honest, because.
0: Or it could just be case by case, you know, at the end of the day. I mean, people have to judge people as individuals.
1: Yeah. You know, and it's
0: like, well, this person was in the business, but their personality just didn't. Yeah. just didn't
1: work. No, I think the reason it didn't work with the last one is because he wasn't as in the business or established and so I felt like I was kind of carrying a a lot of that Mm -hmm. and he was I was helping him a little too much Mm -hmm. you know and forgetting that I needed to help myself you know I I helped him get an agent you know I was helping him with like pointing him in the right direction of photographers for headshots and I was like wait like what am I I, mm-hmm. I can't I can't take care of you. I need to take care of myself. So that's the difference between dating that actor and then now dating this actor who has his own thing going and he helps me as much as I help him. Yeah. So that's the difference.
0: And I think because I had a conversation with people in the business or, you know, yesterday we were talking about that and how yeah. a mutual friend of ours. And I said, well, wait, how come they didn't end up working out? And I said, I don't, I think she told me, but I couldn't really remember. I didn't remember. Yeah. And they said that, she was working, mm-hmm. and he was not. Yeah, and they're in the same business, but their passion wasn't the it, same.
1: That's the thing. He he lacked a lot of this. In the
0: drive, drive, to, whatever business that you're doing or whatever profession, in my opinion, you have even have if you're, fire. you have to have a fire. You have to. If you're a dentist, you've got to be a dentist. But also and in work. life
1: as well. That's what I noticed with him. You have to have not only in acting do you have to have that passion and the desire, the drive and the fire, but you have to have it in life and life period. Like for me, you know, we struggled a lot growing up. I, I come from a single mom. I'm the oldest of of three girls. Mm-hmm. I've had I had to be a mom at a very young age. I had to help my mom. She mm-hmm. had to work three jobs. I had to be. So I've always had that fire, that passion for life itself mm-hmm. versus the guy that I was dating before the one I helped out the one that I helped out a lot he was the youngest came from a family that had some money always had mm. things handed to him so he just didn't have it period versus the guy that I'm with now you know he's also he knows struggle he knows he knows what it's like to struggle in life he has that passion and that fire for life itself as much as I do so that's why it works mm-hmm. so you gotta I feel like you know yeah you gotta have the fire and the passion for I think what another Another speaking of good advice that I got early on in this business is the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. Mm. So I mean, some people are like, "Oh, I have this passion and this desire for acting. Oh, I'm so passionate." But you got to have that same thing for life itself. You know, the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. You know, and I think about that right now. I I still wait tables while I'm auditioning and working mm-hmm. towards my dream, and I'm I'm okay with that. I'm very grateful for my job but when i'm at work and i'm waiting tables and i'm like oh i'm like no the way you do one thing is the way you do everything so if you're going to go full force on an audition you better go full force at this job and do your best be the best waitress you can be i learned that from my grandpa you know if you're mm-hmm. a janitor you be the best janitor you can be so i think that's where the 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 balance that's that wasn't it. there didn't come in from the that guy versus
0: this guy mhm so true um what is your worst date have you had like a worst dating experience,
1: girl? I'm like, I know
0: everyone has one or We
1: don't have time for all that,
0: but I Like, ah, yes, on. tell us, tell us. Um, <laughs> yeah,
1: girl, it was back in Austin. I had went out with this guy and um he thought he was going to like seal the deal, I guess, just cuz mm-hmm. he took me to dinner. And I was like, yeah, that's not going to happen, and he like left me downtown. <laughs> It's fine, which was, I mean, I grew up in Austin, so all I had to do was text or call somebody, and I had like 10 friends here, there, there, whatever bar on 6th Street. But yeah, he like just like was like, peace out, because I wasn't going to put out.
0: (laughs) It's like, what? Yeah, he's like, but I bought you dinner. Yeah,
1: so I could have bought myself dinner, but thanks.
0: And he was like, just go ahead and get out the car. That's it.
1: Well, pretty much, like, we were at a bar, and he was like, I'm leaving. And I was like, okay, bye.
0: Let's just left you chilling the bar, yeah. and you were like, "Okay, go yeah. ahead and go." All right, so I'm at this bar. Yeah, okay, I have five friends there,
1: five friends here. I'm from here. I'm on, you know, growing up in Austin, Texas. I was on, I was on Sixth Street.
0: Um, so I have Roomba. I'm gonna go ahead and stop Roomba. Okay. If you guys don't know, you should get Roomba. Roomba cleans your floor. So let's move Roomba. Roomba. Yeah, Roomba. Actually, I think it'll just stop. Maybe. Let's see. That's so funny. If you guys don't know, we have a lot of, you know, equipment here. So I have another podcast thing set up. Yeah. And my dogs are humping. My dogs thing.
1: are very close. Yeah, they're
0: very friendly. And, and he's already is. licked her face the entire, yeah. I don't know, past the hour or somewhere. Mm-hmm. Poor thing. So my little dog. Her face. Yeah. <laughs> what about, an, um? an let's see. So that guy left you. Did you know this guy? Like... Or no, how did you meet of, him?
1: You know, through friends.
0: friends oh, so some friend knew this person like, oh, for real, you're going to send me. Yeah. me up. Who used like you should have known this guy was like right? a little crazy. Yeah, girl. <laughs> and you guys are still friends though. And this guy's kind of done his thing or whatever. I've
1: never seen him again.
0: Well, I mean, you're friends with the person that
1: yeah, Hooked you up or whatever. Yeah, it wasn't their fault.
0: Mhm. Yeah, so they've kind of done that. But out here, I guess, you know, have you had anybody in the business... Oh, excuse me. Oh, wake up, wake up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, let's see, let's see. What about out here in the business? Have you had anybody that was sketchy?
1: Oh, yeah. Shh. yeah. Ask me if I've ever had someone who wasn't sketchy. Mm. Okay, this that's another thing I've learned. You know, coming from me personally... I learned to just be kind. Be kind. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes it's hard. And, you know, uh, especially someone who like me. Yeah, I, I've been taught to always stand up for myself and not take mm-hmm. shit from people. But I also have to remember, just, just be kind. Even if people aren't kind to you, you be kind because you are who you are. But, oh, yeah. my um, my on My experience on my very first movie, on All She Can, yeah. I learned some great lessons about actors and how, you know, you... I worked with a lot of actors on that movie who had worked a lot before that film. They were working actors, and this was my very first thing. And so I was very new and naive and Mm. uh, just innocent in that aspect. And so I was just kind of very gullible and open to whatever they would say. And, you know, there was this actor in particular who really got in my head. And I literally almost had a nervous breakdown on set. Mm. We had a meeting. I never have really said this to people to anybody um, but all said and done you know we had a meeting with the casting director the directors the director and the producers because I just started to go downhill on set after you know when you're the lead of the film you have a lot of responsibility and they noticed that I was just kind of like crumbling and it was because this particular actor was literally getting in my head saying things like oh well you know when you had this close-up you were blinking too much So it's probably not going to look right or just little things like that. Mm. So I was like, oh, my God, I'm fucking up the movie. Sorry, I'm messing up the movie. Like, oh, my God, what if I didn't do this right? Oh, my God, I'm going to ruin the movie. Oh, my God, it's going to be so bad. So all these things were happening. And I just started to break down and, like, just crumble. And they noticed that and I just lost it. And finally, the casting director asked me, like, what is happening? Like, what's wrong Mm. And I told her, and she was like, I knew it. I knew it. She, she knew that it was this particular actor. And after that, I was not allowed to talk to any of the actors unless we were on set. Like, I was to go, to go from set to my room. They didn't want me to get sidetracked anymore. Mm. Yes, girl. Yes. That was my very, my very first role. And this person
0: lead. couldn't be recast. I don't know. Their position...
1: It was already said and done. It was, it was already, already it was too already, far. It was yeah. already happening. No mm-hmm. girl. But this actor works a lot and I I and I remember like he was he would make comments like when we were eating, like, you know, you know, at the you know, when everybody eats, mm-hmm. when it's time to eat, whatever. And I eat a lot. I like to eat. And um he would be like, Oh, are you just gonna have a salad? Like you're gonna eat all that? Just like I'm like, oh my god, am I eating too much? Am I looking too fat on camera? Like just like yeah, it has you overthinking because shit. you have
0: so much weight. And I'm not
1: blaming him. Mm. I'm not gonna blame him. He was he is who he is. It was my fault. I believe it was my fault because now I'm stronger. And anybody anybody come to me like that again, I'm gonna be like, yeah, no. He I he was a, he was a great teacher, and I'm very grateful that happened so soon because now I know that was a great lesson. And this I person that is still working. Is. Yeah, yeah. That will mm. never happen to me again. That will never happen to me again.
0: Oh yeah. I think with that, it's a life lesson. Granted- and he was
1: mean to the extras.
0: Mm. You know, this
1: was my first thing I had ever done. So I was just like, oh, this is so cool. You know, I was like mingling with the extras. Everything was such a big deal to me. And I remember in this one particular scene, an extra had came to him and asked him for his autograph on her checkbook. And he was like so rude to her. He was so rude to her. I was embarrassed for him. She was like, he kind of hurt. She was just like, she's like, can you give me my, your autograph? And we were in between takes and she was one of the extras. And he was just kind of like, what are you doing? Like, you know, like she was bothering him. Yeah, he was not a very nice person. Mm.
0: But I think, yeah, it's a lesson for you. Like you learn from it. And, you know, we were saying like, oh, it was your fault. But at the end of the day, he didn't need to be a douchebag. Mm. You know, he didn't need to be that kind of person either. Yeah like right. he's trying to join the podcast he's like uh what about me yeah like i end. i mean it's a lesson learned i think from all experiences you learn from it yeah but it still doesn't give the right for people to be to be mean yeah to be malicious you know it, it doesn't you don't have to do that um all right so we're gonna go ahead and wrap up okay. so let us know what you're working on now where people can follow you on your social media okay all the the film that you're working on all that <laughs> jazz
1: okay hi I'm uh, Karina uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter it's uh miss Corrica Calderon um, I'm on Instagram same thing miss Corrica Calderon uh, Facebook um, that's it I don't really have any personal websites yet but uh, you can see me on uh, end of watch like we were talking about murder in the first had a few episodes um, and then also check out my fa- my my baby uh all she can on netflix
0: definitely and then this year what are you working on oh yeah Shooting. and just sui- going on that yeah
1: coming soon uh suicide squad suicide squad that will be released 2016 starring will smith and jared leto as the joker mm. it's a film it's a comic about supervillains. so yeah suicide squad
0: Yes, love it. Love it. Yep. Damon uh,
1: Ayer.
0: Yes, guys, definitely check that out. Check it out herself. Go to Netflix because that you can do yes. right now. And yes. end of watch, you can do that right now. Yeah. So follow her on all those social media so you guys can stay up to date about what she's working on and all this fun stuff. And I'm on Twitter, Bacon Eatin' Megan. <laughs> yeah. So cute. <laughs> and on Insta, Bacon. well, Periscope, Bacon Eatin Megan, since it's connected. Twitter or Instagram, Megan A. Weaver. Facebook, I have my fan page, I am Megan Weaver, and that's it. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Until next time on Water Wine Time, love, life, and entertainment. Thank you. Bye.